The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. I love gold! Welcome, everybody, to the newest edition of Pillow Talk. I am your boy. Yes, I am your homeboy. Give me some skin, I suppose, is what they say. Uh, it's your boy, Franklin. You can find me at Bug TV Franklin. And as always, I am joined by the coolest uncle of my whole world, the Miata riding, Greyhound flying, limousine band riding i can't do this howard how are you doing well hey that ain't no jive brother i'm glad we're talking homeboy style today (laughs) just wanted to say i think you're a pretty cool cat brother yeah and i am the limousine stealing freewheeling drug dealing and all around uh Private property stealing, man. I did stealing already. I'm sorry. I, mean, I was on the spot. I wasn't ready for that one. I'm Uncle Hollywood Hunk Howard. Hollywood Hunk Howard? That's You're right. Hollywood Hunk Howard? I'm the Hollywood Hunk. Are things really I'm, better in threes? Oh, they are. The Triple H. That's Triple H. Good old Hunter Hearst Hemsley. I'm the Cerebral Assassin. Oh, man. And as always... We record this live from our king-size bed, the bed me and my uncle share. Some might consider that to be unnatural, but I consider it to be very practical. Because we share a bed, we share a passion for many things, wrestling, uh, tussling, tussling, twins, roughhousing, roughhousing, but also we share a passion for cinema. The movies. You seen the the uh, Coke can and the Milk Duds walk to the lobby, and the uh, drive through, yeah. and the drive in, I should say. They're having a good time. That's like me and my uncle. We're eating Milk Duds in the sack. Hey, Franklin, what's your what's your preferred before movie ad? The one where the kid is nervous to go on the date, and then his dad and mom remember that they were nervous to go on a date like that, or the one where they're all singing about they love Coke, but they're making the the beat with like moving the straws up and down and stuff like that. Oh, I hate that kind of stuff. That whole like, hey, we're making music with our surroundings. Yeah, and I don't. The, I don't, the yeah. rhythm of the earth or whatever. <laughs> the earth is the ultimate instrument, Howard. Don't you know? Don't you know? It, it Banging has on to a be. trash can? It has to be because line? every instrument is ultimately from the earth. True. True, true, true. My, see, I, I will answer you with a different one. I like the 2019 see something, say something. It's like emojis at AMC. And they say if you spot any suspicious characters, like, and there's a suspicious emoji, oh yeah, go tell go tell an employee or head for the exits. It's like it tries to calmly explain to you what to do in case of a disaster with some yeah. little emojis and like sodas bouncing around and it's like these little smiley face balls running towards the exit. Hey, it might be pretty poop emoji if a gun emoji comes into the movie theater. <laughs> 
The gun emoji is gone now. That it was replaced. Oh, by it's like a squirt, it's gun. squirt gun. Well, <laughs> well he, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to get squirted. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody comes in for super soaker. That's gonna be a big frowny face. There's a big. There's a reason you never see super soakers used in war. They're too inhumane. <laughs> They're too. Nobody. Hey, 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 he might catch a cold. He might catch pneumonia. Yeah, he's has gonna. A family. He's gonna get all wet. He doesn't have a change of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> have have, have uh, I don't know where our wars are being. Fought. I know where our wars are being fought. They're, they're being, being fought at home every day with <laughs> our proud men and women of the boys in blue. That's right. That's right. And I, I wonder if uh, the Al-Qaeda, they're still a thing? ISIS are the new I don't ones? know. What's the difference? I don't know either. Have they, no have they thought of using super soakers and getting our boys soaked, humiliated, squirting us in the crotch? That's, that's the only thing that's helped us not lose so badly to those guys is it's the desert, so they don't have a lot of water to squirt at our boys. Man. I don't know, squat, because I just think of those places as just, like, endless deserts and, like, maybe a few patches of, like, ruralish land that's kind of livable. I've seen, oh. I've seen like, some videos of, you know, like, ISIS fighters getting blown up or whatever, and mm -hmm. uh, it, it seems pretty just nothing over there. Damn, that's depressing, man. No wonder they're mad. Yeah, I'd be mad, too. It's <laughs> like if, if you lived in an entire country of, like, eastern Nevada... Yeah, you're just like jerking off there, and there's sand blowing everywhere. It's a mess. Yeah, you gotta deal with Jawas. You gotta deal with Jawas stealing your shit all the goddamn time. Yeah, oh, you're <laughs> getting you're getting a quarter of a portion for your hardware. <laughs> you get you know you, you get your scraps. You know you got this big guy. Look, I'm not. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying it's anti-Semitic. Uh, Uncar Plut. I don't know. He's giving you just your your muffins in a in a plastic container that you eat earlier. I mean, you eat later. Those and then look the so take your, good, though. I they thought they look. They do look good. Man. Is that what the portion is? Is just like extra protein muffins? Yeah, it's just a protein muffin. I I don't know what Ray's so upset about. Yeah, she could have gotten like 80 of them for BB-8. How come she was so desperate to get food to back on a, you know, Diku, Kuku, Jakku, Jakku but uh, once she's in space, you never see her eat once. You think she'd be eating like, she'd she goes to Moscanada. out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Family show. Moscanada. Oh god. Oh. She god. likes that Wookiee, but I like that Mazganada. <laughs> you like that Mazganada, man? Yeah. Why not? The Mazdakanada. That's the <laughs> That's the name of a location, man. Mazdakanada is almost <laughs> as good as a Mazda Miata. Almost, right? Almost. <laughs> Anyways, every night before me and you go to bed, Together. we choose we choose a film to watch, and this one, I, 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 I'm not going to lie, we're going to have to bring the partition in today, a, be, a big bed sheet with some clothing pins uh, that it's uh, across our bed, a little and bit of a divider. We also have mosquito netting, just We FYI. do have that as well, which is not as effective <laughs> in terms no. of... No. It's not as, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's just mesh that I could see clearly through, and I don't care much for. But, but it does you know. keep out the nano drones. It does keep out those nano drones at Tony Stark wears, so it's very <laughs> important that nanotech. I don't want to get an Iron Man suit put on me in the middle of the night. No, you do not want the extremist armor. <laughs> no, I don't, man. I really don't. I don't want to have like, you know, 
I mean, like 200 pounds of steel implanted on me in the middle of the night just to go fight some bad guys. There's so, only no one you. kind of American steel that I want to be behind the wheel of, and that's a 1967 Chevy Camaro. I thought you were going to say some real steel, your favorite movie with Hugh oh, Jackman. Oh, man. That makes me want to change the movie I was picking tonight because I do love real steel. The best <laughs> you talked about real steel. I think I've picked it probably well <laughs> months ago. Yeah. So my movie, eight minutes into this lovely, uh, very professional podcast, yeah, very educational, very you know you know the uh, the shows back in the day, they would have E and I in the right corner. You know what that meant? Educational Edu- and informal. Ooh, that means you learned something. Bill Nye had it. E and I. Yeah. So so it was it was for the smart shows. Sex so, Pistols. Yes. So E and I should be in our show as well. But regardless, uh, my movie is particularly horny. It's called Coyote Ugly. And now there's nothing ugly about this movie. It's so the that's funny right. thing. <laughs> I want to go to the bar it was based on someday. Oh, that's yeah. the goal. Now that is definitely my dream. I think there's a, there's a, a Hall of Fame of bras, if I recall correctly. Is that so? I know they've yes. got... Uh, snipers on top of their building with a uh, kill order if I'm seen within seven block radius of the establishment. So that is true. I, I forgot they do have find. your 8 by 10 they at do. the door. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the only people who's been preliminarily 86 from almost every notable uh, televised bar. Uh, even That's Roadhouse, true. they won't let me in. Yeah, they won't let you in the Roadhouse. They won't even let you in in the new Max, the one in Chicago that's just based off Saved by the Bell. No, what did yeah. you do to that magician? What did you do to Max? Well, I, you know, a I, I, magician is known for making things disappear. Well, I made something of my own disappear. <laughs> you make Max suck your dick, dude? Yeah, no, I, uh, instead of stealing an identity, I switched an identity, and I made a uh, very sizable uh, debt to the United States federal government disappear. Lord, that is a scam right there, Howard. That is a long con. That's why Anyways, I, I'm legally yeah. named Magician Max. Magician Max. See? Didn't know that. Didn't know that till now. Uh, I hope uh, Max, uh, actor at Alonzo, is uh, listening to the show. Hector uh, Alonzado from uh, the Valentine's Day movies? No, no, no. Ed Alonzo is uh, the man who played Max in Saved by the Bell, the God. Harry Houdini waiter who waited on the teens and uh, interfered with their lives quite a bit. And I guess that got too creepy. He and he was gone after all. He was so, like uh, yeah. Q from Star Trek, but uh, a yeah. magician waiter. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was very much like that. He was very much a gizmo and gadget guy. Yeah, real math magician. <laughs> Anyways, so I have never seen a minute of Coyote Ugly, but I know it's horny. I mean, I know that in 2000 they said, hey, we could just make a movie about women who work at a bar. And, and, and have I guess a great time sells. doing it. Yeah, and it's a sex sells, which I get. I'm a business major enthusiast. I'm a fan of business majors. Uh, I don't have one myself, but, you know, whatever. A bachelor's degree. I am a bachelor. I know a lot about that. And you are often given the third degree. I have been given the third degree. So that's that's how my expertise plays into this. So yeah, I wanna I wanna watch Coyote Ugly and I do wanna have the partition up tonight just out of respect for whatever happens, happens. But uh, I know you have a movie picked out as well, Howard. I'm open to hearing it. 
Well, uh, you know, crime is, uh, true crime is one of the most popular subjects of uh, the modern era. Everyone loves hearing about horrific murders and, uh, you know, man's inhumanity to man. And uh, But people think this is a new phenomenon, but crime has been documented for decades now. And I'm bringing a little bit of a throwback uh, back to 1993 when we watched a movie about a... Uh, one of the most notorious killers to ever exist, a man named Jason Voorhees. And what happens when he's finally caught and compromised to a permanent end? The movie that I picked is called Jason Goes to Hell, The Final now, Friday. Now, I have never seen this. This is before or after space? Uh, this is actually after space. It after out. space? Yes. I guess he had the final conquest then. Yeah. And now he, oh man. So a tragic ending to a complicated figure. Yeah, you know. he's a, you know, he's a lot like a Venezuela where there's good and there's bad to it. Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> it's exactly like Venezuela. Uh, Jason Voorhees, he, he's caused a lot of people a lot of problems. I'm not a big horror movie guy. Was he bothering Jamie Lee Curtis a while back? No, that was... that was uh, Michael Myers. That was Austin Hollywood's Powers. funny man himself, Michael Myers. Yeah, I right. told you he was a bad man, but nobody wanted to listen to me. I Mike Myers, you. I hated him. He was the worst. He Well, well but... Did you see the Love Guru? That's very funny, Doctor Evil. <laughs> that 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 is a very good movie. But he didn't invite me to any of the premieres. Look up Austin Powers. All he, the movies of Mike Myers. When has Doctor Evil ever been invited? What about the actor who plays Fat Bastard? Your mini me was there. That's almost you. It's but a clone. That that that, that 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 is true. Very true. However, I was not invited. I told you he was a creep. That's There's true. documented proof he harassed Jamie Lee Curtis. That's Two true. Decades. That's uncalled for. And we all know that it was so traumatic that Jamie Lee Curtis became half of a man genetically. All right, all right, Dr. Evil, can I? Thank you. Scooch is that true, bit. that story, by the way, her? Because <laughs> she cut her hair? Is that, is that what we're uh, No, going? people said that she had, like, you know, like, three X genes and four Ys or something. All this is a crazy. thing? Yeah. I could see that only, I mean, just, like, the dum-dum in me is just like, oh, she has short hair. She has so short like, hair and true so eyes. Like, so she's, yeah. She's like a man, but like a man we want to do or something, you know? Is that like the logic let's, of... Let's think of every woman who's probably a man. Sinead O'Connor. Um, was it Lady Gaga accused of... Oh, Lady Gaga was accused of it. In fact, it was even parodied in her the long, uncensored version of the bad romance video. But we're so off topic! <laughs> um... So, anyway, so Jason goes to hell. Jason goes to hell, but the thing about Jason is he's so bad that hell can't stop him. It's like you. It's like you being sent to uh, prison Sandals. and getting out for bad behavior. Yeah, Jason. Jason's behavior is far too bad for hell. <laughs> the devil's like, you gotta go, man. You're a bad dude. Get the hell out of my home. But but the, there's a twist ending at the end of uh, Jason Goes to Hell. Okay. Where you think maybe Jason has made it or something. And then what do you see but Freddy Krueger's hand. Oh, shit. Wait. No. And then that sets up the absolutely fantastic film, Freddy vs. Jason. Okay. Okay. With uh, Kelly Rowland. Yes. 
the, the star of everything Destiny's you do. All I wanna be is you. Or is that a Kelly Rowland song? Yeah, it is. I'm okay. leaving with my boo. Oh, that was her hit. That was the video where uh, she's on her uh, uh, sidekick and she's her T-Mobile sidekick. Her T-Mobile sidekick. Oh, don't get me started on T-Mobile. <laughs> T-Mobile. And she's uh, looks at it, and the camera shows that she's looking at an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, she's doing the math on her career, and the numbers don't lie. It spells disaster for her. Yeah, so. she should have never tried to go solo. She should have hitched her star to the Beyonce's wagon. I know. My gosh. She, she would have been a been, gold member. Oh, she would have. The gold member would have been a different film with Kelly Rowland, the best member of Destiny's Child, and that is my honest-to-God opinion. I feel like she would have taken that role a little more serious, and yeah. Beyonce did not quite understand the power. Pardon me, I'm making a mess. You are making a mess. What Beyon a big style we have Beyonce here. doesn't understand history, and that's a historical movie, so... Mm -hmm. It is a historical film. Yeah. It's a historical film. Yeah, I feel as a teacher to show it to my class. Maybe maybe that's why you and I didn't like it so well as the others, because there's a little too much history in it. Too much learning, too much a little, book learning. Am I at school? Yeah. Yeah, what's the deal? I'm not... <laughs> what's the deal, Austin? Hey, teach. They teach. You know, what are you trying to, you know, mix uh, learning with cool stuff? I don't we get it. Don't, are you trying to trying to make it E and I? <laughs> trying to make it EI in here? I don't yeah. think so. Not we so fast, don't pal. need no E and I. Is that a song? I'm well, sorry. It is now. <laughs> is that? Okay. Anyways, Howard. Yes, what is it? What is it that I always say? Who makes us? The fans. The fans. Well, actually, we, I should say the sponsors make us. Well, and also, we made ourselves because we are self-made. We are self-made self geniuses. We, True. We learned how to synthesize NZT in our uh, kitchen yesterday, and now we are geniuses. <laughs> we, yeah, we uh, have NZT, for those that don't know, is the limitless drug. We've been cooking up batches here, and uh, we've never been smarter, you know? We're right now, I just figured out that uh, a lot of women that I thought uh, just uh, don't have phones or just they actually seized, stop responding to my text. They didn't lose their phones. So I'm figuring things out as I go along. Yeah, but uh, probably still most of them did lose their phones. They probably did lose their phones. That's why they stopped texting me. Yeah, uh, that so, so, makes I mean, that's, no sense to me. That makes the most sense. But some of them, I guess, are just being rude. Yeah. They're just... They're just just rude. That's well, all I can say. Yeah, I mean, like they say about 1% of the population is terminally rude, so, you know, that explains it. That does explain it, and we won't have to dive into that any further. It's their Anyways. problem, not yours. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, I'm not single because of me. I'm single because, well, because of them. It's End like the Vince McMahon once said. I'm not the asshole. Each and every one of you are the asshole. Vince McMahon, one of our wisest prophets. Yeah, really. friend of the show. Friend of the show, and just a great man all around, yeah, I, I feel like. Very, just very good-hearted man. Not controversial, no, you know. Just keeps just his cl nose clean and yeah, out of the headlines. Dick as well. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so our fans... They're Ugh. they're not as smart as us, so they ask us questions because we yeah. have the answers, you know. They don't, Just when they, they think understand. they have all the questions, we well, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, uh, no, pretty much. Yeah. You were right though. Yeah, we have the answers. I don't. Know. All right. So, anyways, you have questions. We have answers. Home That's Depot. True. Mansers. Boom. Man. 
Boom! I love it. Mancer, the stamp right there, an explosion right there. How many boobs can you lick before your tongue falls off? <laughs> <laughs> can your balls explode from farting so hard? Boom! Mancers! In, uh, in, in my, uh, maybe seventh grade uh, health class or something, this lady came to talk to us and she told us that, uh, there was a form of syphilis that could make your testicles explode. Oh shit, that's grim. That's not true. <laughs> okay, look at her trying to pass off mancers. Yeah, she was trying to fear monger. Yeah, Turns fear monger through mancers. There's nothing wrong with syphilis. I've had it plenty of times. <laughs> I know you have. Proud of it. End <laughs> the stigma. Hashtag. End the stigma, yes. End the enigma, I should say. Edward Batman Forever. Enigma. Smart film. One of the smartest. <laughs> we'll talk about it someday. Yeah. All right. So some guys will anyway. Some guys might, not us. Yeah. Let's see. Man, I have it all disorganized. So, is this okay? Where's the beef here? How how we do? Okay. White Trash Teach is asking you and John Legere. Where does the beef stem from? Is that what? Teach? Yeah. That, yeah, I think that's him. It, we, our, our cut and paste got a little jumbled, so if we, we don't got a cut attribute. and paste on a large block of text. I'm so sort of just numbskulls. That's on it, me. It looks like the Wrestling Observer. It um, looks like the Bible. <laughs> yeah, it does. Something else I have difficulty <laughs> If Dave now. Meltzer wrote the Bible, yeah, it look like this. He does, okay. So I assume that's Teach. I would hope yeah. so. He's a smart guy. Yeah, uh, hey, Teach. Thanks for the education. Now... <laughs> Now, John Legere, he first he first uh, encountered he crossed my eyes. He uh, his tweets just started showing up un unannounced on my timeline, and I was new to Twitter, and it took me a while to even figure out how to type. If everyone recalls uh, Proto Howard back in the day, um, the Proto Howard, <laughs> Larval Howard, and um, before your alpha brain, of course. Yeah, before I started taking alpha brain. Thank you, Joe Rogan. You are a good man. I don't care what everyone else on the internet seems to say about you. I do. It, well, yeah, fuck off, Joe Rogan. Anyway, <laughs> fuck off, John Legere, he was coming across on my timeline, and he's a CEO of a big company, but he, he conducts himself like a clown when he, he should be behaving as a king. Now, you know I'm a man who likes to have fun, Franklin. I let my hair down and let my shoes fly, and I get loose as a goose. Now, that's no question to anybody who's ever met me, but I do believe that if you're in the boardroom, you shouldn't be acting like you're in the bedroom. Yeah, If you're in business. the boardroom, you're wearing a tux. Your hair is a, something that you could set a damn John McCain's army time clock to. <laughs> Now, you know what I'm saying now, but you got this clown out here. He looks like Matthew Lee Massey with his old man, Steven Seagal hair. He's wearing a pink jumpsuit like he's Matthew Lesko, and he's having his slow cooker Sundays dancing around with Jimmy Fallon. Well, I don't got to tell you three times twice that that's the kind of thing that makes me sick to my damn stomach. Now, I'll tell you another thing, Franklin. I'll tell you another thing, Teach. I'll tell you another thing, John Legere. This guy now, he's I started following him because I said, hey, I gotta keep an eye on this guy. I don't, I don't want these things to just randomly pass before my eyes. I wanna keep an eye on this guy. I wanna keep a close eye on him. 
Well, next thing you know, this guy, this motherfucker, he's going to Congress and he's trying to get a, a merger with past. He wants to take over all of the telecommunication industry. So now he's a big bad corporate crook, and you got this. You got your Jack Allison out there. He's taking on a, you know, the guy who who wrote Legends of Tomorrow, or whatever. I guess that's cool. I'm taking on a billionaire who's trying to get in bed with the Trump administration. What's up now, Uncle Howard? God damn! Is this this is like the mixtape here? <laughs> is this this is the this is going on the Howard mixtape? Jeez Yo, Louise! I'm trying I'm trying to get my billing up upped in the uh, BugCon uh, tweets. Are oh. those are those bars? Is that what bars are? That, that was, I hear so much about. I was spitting fire. You were you were incinerating the man, and you know what? Jean Leger, and I said it once, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it to the end of time. That man looks like um. You know the guy from Rock and Roll Express who looks like the Toxic Avenger? Yeah. Tommy Rich, I think it is? Yeah. Cross-eyed kind of guy. He yeah, looks he, looks, a little he does Tommy look Rich-ish. a lot like Tommy Rich. He right. looks like Tommy Rich from the Rock and Roll Express, the non-heartthrob. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't Not know, Rock Sweet and Roll... Stan Lane. No. The Rock and Roll Express were uh, a tag team. I think they still are. They still... Uh, they were a famous tag team. They no longer are a famous tag team, but they're still a tag team. They're still a wrestler, <laughs> which is just insane. But... So, so they're sort of heartthrob-ish, and it was a different time. Communities is people, it a different time? It's a nicer way to put it. Yeah, it's a nicer, your way was nicer. One of them, one of them had such a cross eye. It was the kind of cross eye you only get if you were hitting the head really hard. Yeah, that that's like a like a Happy Madison. It was like, like it was like a character. brain damage. Uh, yeah, <laughs> cross I'm sorry. eye. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely like a shovel to the head, Home Alone style, yeah. cross-eyed incident. Yeah, it's some Daniel Stern style. Daniel Stern, rest in peace. Uh, no, so so I was saying, uh, Rock and Roll Express, most notably, are known for. Uh, there was a time they were big in the '80s. Uh, I guess sort of heart heartthrobs again, perplexing reasons, and. Um, there was a private dancer at uh who was the other guy? It wasn't Hillbilly Jim, but it was some other dude. Uh, the Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Boogie Valiant. Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant. That's right. So, I know the story well. So yes, it's a classic story, but uh, I think even non wrestling fans should be a little educated on it. Yeah, it's, it's an important. urban legend, but it's fact to me. And they had uh, a private dancer and a glass table, and uh, one member of the Rock and Roll Express dance. decided to go under the glass table yes, while sir. she defecated. One decided to vomit. The other decided to jerk off. Like the other decided no to jerk tomorrow. off. Like there's no tomorrow. Thank you, Howard. And Jimmy Valiant was probably jerking off in the room as well. Yeah. But uh, so I think John Legere is much like Tommy Rich, the man who stayed under the glass table and behaved like a buffoon. So that's where that, that beef comes from. Yeah, we got we got everything against John Legere. If you want to talk business practice, we got an argument against him. If you want to talk about him as a man, we got a lot against him there too. There's yeah. there is no no factor, no facet of John Legere that we cannot easily dismantle and destroy. Yeah, I agree completely. So the next question, we got a few from Crane Wife here. Crane Wife. First, first one, where's the Frazier. beef? Where's the beef? Uh, look at the Andre uh, the the Giant Battle Royal in WrestleMania. You'll find out where the beef is, uh, yeah. Crane Wife. That's where's a quick one. The, where's the beef? I wish we still had it, but AOC took it all away. <laughs> she took our cows away. Yeah, she took our, she cows. Took our cows away. AOC doesn't want us to jerk off anymore eventually. Yeah, no, AOC just wants us all to be... She wants us to go full Matrix. 
Just brains Christ. in a vat with computer wires in them. I sometimes feel that way already. I think that's more like, I think AOC wants to be like Bruce Willis surrogates and just be these robots and oh. ugly self. The ugly versions of ourselves can stay at home and the surrogates go out and fuck. But uh, th- that movie's flawed because uh, sur- it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I don't know if you ever had a, you know, you ever been in a chat room and had cyber sex, Uncle Howard? Yo, many times. So a lot of times when still I would have cyber sex, <laughs> still do it today, why not? <laughs> what are you supposed to do at four o'clock in the yeah, evening? Yeah, those Yahoo chat rooms don't exist by accident. <laughs> so, so, so like, I, I guess a few times I, I've been guilty of it. I would cyber sex with a guy and be like, hey. I'm a guy too. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <laughs> I feel like that's what Bruce Willis surrogates is mostly. So, just a bunch of horny dudes fucking each other. I guess. Yeah, it's just like I'm gonna be the Elizabeth Banks robot or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked a girl who looked just like Elizabeth Banks. Like, yeah. You you know we're talking about this kind of stuff though in the Matrix and everything. It just kind of makes you wonder like. Do you own all your gadgets and gasmos, or do they own you? It's <laughs> yeah, a great question, Howard. <laughs> Something to think about. So another thing to think about. Now this is a great question by Crane White. She asks, Chance versus Mr. Boston. Who wins in a battle of brains? Who wins in a battle of brawn? Wow. Now so this. in a battle of brains, maybe you feel uh, differently, Howard. I feel... Chance wins that because this guy's from Boston. He's hanging out with Gary Busey on the fucking weekends in one of the uh, I Love Money previews. He's there on the boardwalk with like Gary Busey and he's like chit chatting with him. Like you're talking some brain dead Boston bozos probably hanging out with Mike Mitchell at Fenway. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I love Mike Mitchell. He's a nice guy. Uh, uh, so anyways, they say. so they say. <laughs> Fuck, we're gonna get our asses kicked. So. Yeah, my my thing, Chance. I think Chance is the smarter of the two. In a okay. battle of brawn, oh, Bostonians don't play by the rules. That's true. A bunch of roughnecks, uncivilized. I, I agree with you completely, Franklin. I don't I don't necessarily have the same reasoning as you. You unwrapping some Werther's uh, candy there, Howard? No, I don't know what what you might have been hearing. I'm, okay. I'm just <laughs> oh, I'm just rolling over all these uh, Werther's wrappers that are in the bed. Is the issue? Ah, I see them now. Yes. Yeah, yes. They, I you like them because they shine bright as gold. I see. I see. Um, I think I do agree that Chance would defeat Mr. Boston in a battle of brains, but it is not uh, because Mr. Boston is a idiot Bostonian, although that is true. <laughs> it is because Chance has has a certain cunning that uh, you cannot teach in an educational boardroom or, or uh, you know, university. He's got a, he's got smarts, bro. He's got, you're talking street smarts. I'm talking, I'm talking street smarts. I'm talking horse sense, and I'm talking common sense, which <laughs> I will remind you doesn't seem to be so common anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love when old ladies lecture me on that. That's always a fucking treat. In a uh, in, in California's governor election, there was some lady who was running, and her uh, little catchphrase at the end of her ads was "Seems to me common sense ain't so common anymore." That is brilliant. I loved her, um, <laughs> and and her brilliant. ads were all just uh, it would like you know show her at a debate, and uh, you know the actual like candidates who had a chance would be like hey that's a good point lady you know (laughs) so it was just like her point was basically the other guys think I'm kind of smart sometimes (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, um, and I do think Mr. Boston would win in a battle of brawn, and the reason for that is I find his speaking style very similar to former UFC middleweight uh, fighter Chael Sonnen, who uh, could fight. <laughs> so I assume uh, any guy who kind of has a uh, kind of quavery white guy nerd voice probably also, uh, you know, trained in a Olympic wrestling since age four. I agree with that. I agree with that completely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next question here. We got, uh, okay. What is the greatest wrestling feud of all time? That's oh a tough one. That is a, a that is a tough one. I mean, Val Venus versus Kai and Tai is... Val Venus versus Kai and Tai because the threat of getting his dick chopped off was uh, yeah. very eminent. I mean, yeah, choppy, 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 you pee-pee, I believe, was the right, sensitively yeah. used uh, language. Yeah, that uh, is a good one. Well, but that's, I mean, you know, that's culturally sensitive because that's, yeah, so you, you can't, know, that you can't was their language. That, that was their language, and, you know, that's how... Uh, those, that's a direct quote. Yeah. That was an actual Japanese man said choppy choppy UPP, so he was speaking Japanese. How can it be racist if it's I, coming out the doors of would, Japanese? It would man. be racist not to say. It would be racist to like try to correct him. And, like, yeah, excuse me, sir. I think you You mean cut off your penis? No, no, no. I don't. I don't care for that. So that, that's one of the greatest feuds of all time. And and now uh, Crane Rife is also asking, what's the dumbest? I mean, all wrestling feuds are very intellectual. And very yeah, smart. it's hard to think of a dumb one. I mean. I guess the only ones I can ever think of that are dumb is when it's two guys who are friends, but they're still feuding because life's too short to fight with your friends. That is so true. It's like maybe Booker T and Edge over a Japanese... Uh, shampoo commercial, but even then, that's that's a lot of money at stake. So that's yeah. not dumb at all. No, that makes perfect sense. And I mean, you know, I mean, who can forget the uh, um, beautiful um, love between Kane and Lita that was spoiled by the villainous Gene Snitsky? No, nobody can forget that. No, and there was an abortion. It was very sad. So yeah, there was a baby punted. <laughs> there was a there was, an abo- there was a miscarriage. I apologize. A miscarriage. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a uh, you know nature's abortion. Nature was a right. Okay, so the next question: What's the biggest fight you and Franklin ever had? Damn. Well, so I, we've had some good wrestling oh, matches. Yeah. I mean, fight. We, we, we there was one time you and I got pretty heated at each other, and I I thought maybe it would be the last time we ever saw each other because we both stormed away and got lost very quickly, and that was the time that uh, I, I I admit it's my fault. I had taken all of the DVDs in the house and I threw them away and then in the DVD cases I replaced them all with uh, copies of Philomena. <laughs> I cannot forgive you for that shit. I tried watching so many movies. I'm here trying to watch Blood Diamond. No go. I'm trying to watch Zoolander. No dice. Undercover Brother. No luck. No. American Pie 2. The creme de la creme of films, of soundtracks, and it's Steve Coogan and Philomena. Ooh, life's yeah. too short. Ooh, oh. you hit by a run by fruity. I gave my baby up for adoption. Is that a real line? Well, I don't know. That's what it was about. Yeah, she, is that what it was about? Yeah, she was a nun, but before she became a nun, she was pregnant, and then she was like, I got rid of this baby. And the baby was Steve Coogan? And then, no, Steve no. Coogan is, like, just a nice guy. He wants to fuck. Yeah, he's, he's horned up for <laughs> he's a 90-year-old <laughs> nun. 
<laughs> what a pervert. But you know what? What a guy as well, you know? Yeah, God yeah, respect yeah, yeah. a pervert. <laughs> Next question comes from Harpo Garza. I'm going to do Boskin our glory with us. Boskin our glory. Oh, God. We need to change our name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Boskin our glory. Uh, maybe one day you'll be on that, Howard. I'd love to. I've got. Oh, is this oh, a commitment? Yeah, sure. Whenever I'll yes. do it. Yeah. Uh, hey, we got Howard. You know, speaking of Star Wars, and earlier we were talking about Star Trek. That just reminded me that uh, yesterday I was driving and I saw a car with three bumper stickers. One was the Starfleet sticker. Yeah. One was the Rebel Alliance, of and course. one was the Avengers logo. And I thought, <laughs> pick a goddamn team and stick with it. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you you want to be protected by all of those? That's <laughs> no, three of the most powerful entities in all of the world. You think you. It's <laughs> like when you see someone and they, you know, say, support the police or something, bumper stickers, because they think the cops are going to see it and get away with it. But it's, <laughs> yeah. that's not going to work. You just look like a fool. And it's You're not going to. Do you think that, uh, that Captain Jean Luc Picard is going to help you out when he sees that you also support Tony Stark? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hell no. Oh my god, how obnoxious. So embarrassing. That is embarrassing. That is just, that's conflict. I can't, I can't get over it. Talk that. about a flip flopper. <laughs> hey, John Kerry, do you. Do you, do you drive a Jetta? I love it. I love it, yeah. Oh god, sorry, I'm like honed in that. So Harpo's asking us. I, I I'm sorry, I can't get past it. <laughs> Avengers, Rebel Alliance, and the damn Starfleet. Pathetic, absolutely pathetic. That person. I wish you got down their number, and I wish you called the the actual police. I should have called the actual police on yeah. instead of the Karma Police. Or the Fashion Police. Yeah, I called the Fashion Police and the Karma Police. Or at least the fat. I mean. If this guy has three fucking bumper stickers, I'm sure the fashion police could find something on him. I'm sure oh. I'm sure he was already violating some rules of fashion already. I, I only wish there was also a Bullet Club sticker on there. <laughs> you could have the four coolest <laughs> teams in town. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Sorry, Harpo. He's asking, who would you have sided with, the Hatfields or the McCoys? Am I 70 years old, dude? Yeah. The only... I, I, I saw a Modern Family mention the Hatfields and the McCoys in a dodgeball game. That's about all I can tell you about. Is this is this? Uh, it's it's a tale of history. It's a, it's a tale as old as time. I think it was in the South, and there were these two dumbass families, and they just hated each other for generations. I don't know. I don't think it matters. I think they were both pretty much as stupid as each other. So uh, by that. I will choose the McCoys because of the band The Real McCoy. Yeah, that sounds about right for me as well. Right. What, 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 what was the uh, like the Romeo and Juliet uh, the movie? The Montagues and Capulet. No, 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 I understand that. But what was the version in New York of like the Greasers and whatnot? Oh, what was it called? Uh, West Side Story. West Side Story. Ask I me want the to difference be there, in America. Like, okay for me in America. That's yes. from it, yeah. Uh, See, I would understand that reference at least. I don't know. Again, maybe Hatfields and McCoys. 
I'm sorry, Harpo. I've let you down. You, you're expecting a smarter answer, and you got you got you a got bird it. brain one instead. Yeah, but you, well, it wasn't a bird brain answer. Yours was the smart. We answer. talked about Romeo and Juliet, and then we did. We talked about West Side Story. We mentioned modern day literature. A girl named Maria. <laughs> yes. Hey, that's that's a movie about uh, people of uh, Latino descent. So that should oh. be a good answer for you, uh, Harpo Garza. <laughs> <laughs> now we close it off with something racist. Beautiful, <laughs> fucking beautiful. <laughs> Anyways, so JP Gale, we're friends. J- we can do that. We could do that. Yeah. We legitimately. You can. guys can't. We can. You can't. That is racist as shit. If you yeah. guys do it. Don't do that. Yeah. JP Gill at go JPG go JPEG. All right, okay. I'm a PNG guy myself. Oh, you're Higher a pinger, resolution. huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm a bump. Oh, you're a bump yeah. bitmap. You're like a lot. I remember back in the like AOL days, like the bitmaps. Like, oh man, this photo's a bitmap. It's gonna take forever to load. Yeah, they were good. Or a, <laughs> or a tiff. A tiff. I'm not much. I'm not too familiar with. Tiffs. I don't know much about tiffs, but I know they're out there, and I keep <laughs> an eye on them. They come in pairs. They ooh, just like <laughs> twins. Twins? Okay. <laughs> Let's get a little less horned up. This is about beef, you guys. This episode yeah. is about beef. Where yeah, is the that's beef? right. Rivalries. Feuds. feuds. You know, so JP Gale's asking us, Dave and Buster's have any beefs with them? Do Dave and Buster have a beef? My local DMBs has been trash ever since they got rid of their Derby Owners Club machine. Now, I don't know much about the Derby Owners Club machine. We have a deal or no deal machine, and I can't say who hogs it up because then I'll be racist, but... Do the math. Uh, Who loves deals or not deals the most? Oh, my God. I mean, I'm just saying it was hilarious to see such a – I shouldn't even elaborate, but (laughs) it was just just something to see. It was something to see, and they hogged the machine. It's it's what it is. Yeah. We we have a lot of beef with Dave and Buster's. one of one of my biggest issues is that a guy uh, who thinks he's fly is also known as a buster. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, do you really want to go to a place that's effectively called Dave and Scrubs? <laughs> that is a good point. That is a good point. Uh, and you know what? Funny thing is, Buster is the serious one of the two. I read yeah. that. Oh <laughs> yeah, he's. Of course he would be. Yeah, it's like how on a on um, um MythBusters you'd think the guy named Jamie would be the more laid back one, but he's the he's pretty more tense. uptight one. Yeah. I think uh, so. so so I'm sorry they got rid of the Derby Owners Club machine. I know they got rid of physical tickets. It's all on the card now. Yeah. It's kind of garbage. Now I know in the summer in South Florida, Dave and Buster's opens up at 10 a.m., which yeah. I think is just great, and I feel like there has to be regulars. Who go who go to Dave and Buster's to get drunk early? You gotta beat and the heat. The what? You gotta beat the heat. Oh, uh, okay. That's like the Miami Heat. Sorry oh, about that. I beat the. Uh, I have not beat the Miami Heat, but I have beaten Shaq on a number. You of beat times. Shaq once. You and Aaron Carter. Yeah, I, it was right after his party. <laughs> it was right after his party. Come on, get up, <laughs> everybody, get out now. Yeah, that's all I know. So damn, we gotta. I'll ask you sometime how you beat Shaq. Oh, that that'll be for our sports episode. It goes boom. Okay, I'll stop. All right. So sorry, uh, JP uh, Gale. That's uh, really unfortunate. Yeah. It is really unfortunate. So I think. Uh, okay, Bird asked a question. Jeez Louise. Okay. We got uh, no. Yeah. No. He's my third and uh and Bosk in our glory. Sorry. Yeah. No. The way we have things organized, I'm not upset at, at Bird. Give me a. Come on. 
Come on. So he's asking if being fat as fucking wrestling wasn't a death sentence already, would you encourage a super heavyweight to trim down and beef? This isn't. A, oh, trim okay. down or pack on the beef. In so order I, to be I, I, I unwrestleable and therefore undefeatable. I was gonna say this isn't about beef, bro. This isn't about literal mass. But we'll answer your question. Uh, yeah, wrestlers should be fatter. That's yeah. pretty simple. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. asked and answered. I mean, I don't want to be like Snyder or anything like that. I love Bert. I got a lot of yeah. love for Bert. No, Bert, it's a great it's question. Wrestlers should be fat. I would love to see a rivalry between two fat wrestlers one day. Me and Bert were losing our shit at MLW when the two fattest guys, Barrington Hughes and Ace Romero, were Those fighting. Are big boys. Those are some big boys. And then Colonel Robert Parker goes in and uh, Hey, boys! This is him saying it, not me. I am not the race. Well, it can't be racist towards boys. Either, hey, boys, my boys. You, you guys missed a sign for the pie-eating contest across the street? And <laughs> just giving him the business. And then his team, the Dirty White Boys, took him on. Yeah, that's right. You saw that episode. No, but I know what that guy's up to. It's up to He's like, go get him, boys! And then he threw his hat on the ground. He's like, ah! Yeah, I, I can't stand these boys. He, these so, big boys ruined my day. He's so mad at boys. <laughs> but he also loves the boys. He's a man of contrast. Yeah, yeah. Friend of the show, Colonel. Friend Robert. of the show, Colonel Robert Parker. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay, good man. So, good man. Yeah. Flawed, but a good man. Sure. Okay, Blair's asking us. Got a lot of love yeah. for Blair. Yeah. Favorite celebrity death match. Okay. Um, I feel like there was one with Stone Cold. Uh, yeah, there was a Stone Cold one, and that's gotta be my answer. Yeah, I, I wish we prepared a little more. I remember it was during the halftime of the Super Bowl, and that was my favorite one. Uh, I, I didn't like the referee too much, the bald ref. Judge, oh, uh, Judge Mills Lane. Lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found it to be condescending. Um, I found the overall the show, it, it was uh, very tragic how somebody would die at the end of the match. Yeah, it was like you'd have like Snoop Dogg versus DMX or something. And yeah. That's what yeah, and then, like Snoop Dogg's head would get ripped off and you'd be like, hey, I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to see that. I'm yeah. like, that's the one I was rooting for here. Yeah, right? hey. That was my experience of it as a, well, as a kid. I guess that's sports, though, for you. That's sports, always though. got to die. Gonna, somebody's always has to die after every game, so... Uh, see, now she told me there was Chloe Moretz and Kim Kardashian beef. Do you know anything about this, Howard, or should I do a quick Bing search? Um, yeah, I don't know anything about it. I, uh, I can only assume that it's based upon, um, you know, computing Bugs. power. Oh. <laughs> I'm such a brain-dead bozo. I'm just going like, was the feud about butts? Is it yeah. about butts? <laughs> Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz has always prided herself on her butt above all else. <laughs> she's, she's got a lot of booty. Now, I remember uh, Kardashian's sister, uh, the other Chloe. Clo oh, maybe that's where the argument's from is they just got <laughs> confused and didn't know who was who anymore. Oh, okay, so she says, let's all welcome Chloe G. Moretz to Twitter since no one knows who she is. Your nylon cover is cute, boo. And, yeah. Why would she just said that out of nowhere? Yeah, that's kind of weak. Um, obviously, I'm on Chloe's side because we yeah. have a history. We have uh, an intimate history. Yeah. And we have a email. legal history. Yeah. Well, we do have... Yeah, you know, they forged in flame is what they say about a lot. It's of set in stone. Yeah, our documents are set in stone, and yes. uh, so, so I, I'm on uh, Chloe's side. Obviously, uh, Kim K. Uh, 
I think her sister posted a photo of somebody with uh, like uh, with a uh, a wardrobe malfunction that wasn't Chloe, but she was wearing a similar bikini to Chloe, and I was like, oh, that that's that's really in poor taste, and uh, you know that's how the Kardashians operate, unfortunately. Yeah, they're not they're not good folk. They're enemies of the show. For they're sure. enemies of the show, and Caitlyn tried. Uh, Caitlyn tried. Caitlyn killed somebody in her car, right, Howard? Yes, yeah, she did. She ran them right over with her. Uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah, top drop. Her uh, <laughs> <Not laughs> GMC. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> her Is that GMC. a thing that cars are? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know cars either. In her GMC <laughs> big truck, yeah, truck. GMC chop Damn. drop got all <laughs> her drop she put, top. She put four on the floor and ran over a lady's head. Oh shit! That's no, I don't up. know if that's what happened, but I'm sure. <laughs> so so okay. So Blair's also got. Did you know Sylvester Stallone started r- the rumor about Richard Gere putting gerbils up his butt? Uh, I didn't. I didn't know that because uh, I was actually there when uh, Richard Gere did what he did, and I, uh, <laughs> I can say that it's not a rumor. It was a uh, just a thing that I uh, I tried I, to keep it a secret. Actually, <laughs> it's not a secret anymore. Pal. No, it was. It was because it was on the uh, on the set of Pretty Woman, and uh, Gary Marshall saw the whole thing. That's right. There's a uh, if you if you watch DVD extra. Yeah, if you watch New Year's Day, there's a nod to it. <laughs> there's a nod. To, oh God, I don't even want to know anymore. Oh Lord. So Valerie's asking us at Stealing Valerie, East Coast or West Coast? Wow, this is gonna divide us, isn't it? Wow, this might be an issue because <laughs> why would this divide us? So stupid. Well, I mean, you know, it, Flo- Florida doesn't really have claim to either coast, and in fact, Florida has two coasts. You, you right. have, uh, you know, the Gulf Coast or the, uh, you know, the Ocean Coast. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, so uh, I, I don't think uh, you know what I'll say this much, uh, Valor. In terms of uh, live television, the East Coast will always reign superior, and that's just fact. That's just fact. That's we get our, our our NBA games at a reasonable time, and we have our nip slips uncensored. So, well, I I'm gonna go back to our friend Snoop Dogg who we mentioned earlier and uh, talk about when he uh, was at the BET Awards in like 1993 and he said fuck bad boy, fuck puffy, fuck biggie fuck you man west coast for life okay well you know what you did say West Coast girls are undeniable in my favorite Katy Perry They're song so. fine fresh fierce and they got it on they got lock. it on lock yeah so anyways man we got a lot of questions man shit we did not think this through god i we was didn't. too thirsty for questions yeah man let's, jesus let's skip a couple here let's just get should we skip the, a couple let's skip yeah a couple. no offense everybody but let's let's just there's some stuff i just don't know the answer to yeah and jordan haas is asking us do the you think they'll ever make late shift two of conan and jay uh I would say, just a quick answer, uh, I think we need to explore more Conan's rivalry with George Lopez, because that's where the real heat is. If yeah. you want to add anything to that, Howard. Jay, Jay's so over it. You know, he's, he's moved on. Wanted. Why can't Conan? Oh, burn. That's a dunk. Yeah. Now, Why? Jeff Gibson, man who designed our art, great yeah. man, the, smart man, the too. The architect. The arc. Yeah, the architect. The architect. Okay. The architect. The architect. That's how you pronounce it. Yeah. So, 
I can't really think of any question except if you think Thanos would bring back Stanley. <laughs> That's funny shit. Stanley, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> That's, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, pre- I'm, I'm, I think it's I'm pretty sure that uh, Thanos will bring him back. He uh, needs to restore you. the balance of the universe. <laughs> Welcome back, old friend. <laughs> That's how it's going to go. He's an ogre now. Uh, thank you. Uh, wow, you're wow, a big ex- blue man. Excelsior. <laughs> Hell of a dick you got there, Nathanos. <laughs> thank you, mate. Thank you to the maker. He's now deep. He's now Batman as well. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. He's Batman and he believes in the maker. As <laughs> the well. maker. Thank the maker. It's like C-3PO. Yeah. Okay. So, Aaron Bryant. That's a, you know, first time question, so I ain't going to say that. So, Biggie A. Biggie A. Bryant. Ooh. Which is which is the better rivalry? Bears versus Packers or you versus T-Mobile? So, yeah. so Bears versus Packers, uh, I, I, I'm not a football guy, but it, it, it's the better. It's it's, it's a story rivalry. rivalry. It's because uh, you have the step-by-step family, and they're yeah. all cheeseheads. That's right. You know, so there's there's a lot of heat there, and you have Seth Rollins, who's a Bears fan. So and there's that's a, there's a cool. lot. So you have these dividing lines of very important people in history taking these large stances for cheeseheads or da bears, as I believe they like to be called. The, now all those people from that the bear segment have passed away. Yeah, the dearly departed. The dearly George departed. Went. The Departed, that's what the movie came from. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. They, they, they made it. They, it was about John Goodman dying after. Uh, John they, Goodman, Chris Farley, and the others. Yeah. Yeah. The Bears. The Depart. Da Departed. Da yeah. Departed. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> A great worst. Chicago movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that uh, rat at the end, he was looking for some cheese, yeah. man. Some Packers cheese. That's right. So anyway, I guess the answer is uh, Bears versus Packers yeah. is the better rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yours I is still heating up. It's still it's still getting there. We don't have uh, you know the Dick Dick Ditka going on yet or anything dick. like that. You know, I'm I'm not Ditka level. I'm like Dick Buttkiss still. <laughs> you're I'm, di- going, you're I'm, I'm going for Ditka. So once I hit Ditka, then we'll uh, then we'll reevaluate. That's a good question, Aaron Bryant. Thank you. Thank you for asking that, Aaron. Yeah, thanks, friend. So, okay, ship roll. <laughs> we'll get around to that maybe next week. Uh, <laughs> no. So, what do you think of Howard Stern's? Pe- he, he's he's joking with us. Goddamn, he pulled this, a fast one. This little oh, shithead. He baba booed us. Ba- what do you think of Howard Stern's penis? I, this had, why didn't we fucking scream these, man? God damn it! God he damn fucking it! Pulled I'm a furious. Fast one I'm fucking furious. This is your boy. Uh, yeah, chip off the old block. Well, we gotta we gotta check that sometime. The DNA results yeah, come in next yeah, week. They should be coming any minute now. You know what? I mean, he, this motherfucker legitimately got us. I never reviewed that I, shit at all. He got us so good. God bless <laughs> he got us boy. good. Fuck you, dude. What do you think of man? The fucking nerve, man. This is like a C-span. Ugh, fucking hell. fuck him, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, He's oh, a, okay. he, he really uh, grab her by the pussy or whatever. It yeah, he used to do it in a more innocent time. <laughs> yeah, he asked us a real Fuck question. Her in the pussy was yeah. what they said. Yeah, so he's saying Mr. Big and Sex in the City versus Don Draper. I'm not even gonna answer this question, yeah. even though I want to. Even though it's a very good question, shit, bro, because you pulled a fast one on us. Yeah, you don't deserve an answer, funny guy. Go make your own podcast if you're such a laugh riot. 
So I'm going to say, though, Don Draper, because uh, Mr. Big's job is to look at stats all day in the Sex and the City movie. He's looking at charts and, like, numbers. Yeah. He's not doing shit, so he's not important. So the, You know, that just reminded me that there uh, was this kind of terrible, like, kind of MySpace-era girl rap group and there's a video that they make and there's at the beginning it's like they're supposed to be their dad and it's just this old guy on a phone with a bunch of money on the desk and he goes all he says into the phone is business never sleeps <laughs> yeah that's that's the that's the jobs these guys have pretty, pretty cool thing cool job to have when you're man. such a big shot your business is just business <laughs> it's business what do you do for lore business, oh, I work in business business is my business and <laughs> business is good business is good man okay okay all right on. next question who is this from is this, this is from no it's is jack yeah jack? Jack asked the question i made him thank you for making him yeah what do you, okay. He, yeah. First, uh, I was harassing him a little bit. I made fun of him, <laughs> uh, and then he uh, said, uh, "Shit, I was recording struggle session, Howard." And then he says, "How should one confront someone in a way that won't make them immediately defensive?" I don't know why you would ask that, Jack. You're a real fucking diplomat already. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Fuck. Why would he ask us a real question that like takes actual like cognitive thought <laughs> to like go through? Yeah. <laughs> what's going on here, Jack? Now, now, if you, I guess here is here is how I do it. Is uh, Franklin and I both have a, a bit of a story that uh, it st- stemmed from the local 7-Eleven. I think it's store uh, 36 hyphen 231. Is that right? That's true. Yeah. So, so can I start? Yeah, please, please do. So, so this 7-Eleven guy, he, you know, he, he would give me so much grief sometimes about my Slurpee cups. I'd go back and forth once in a while, and you know what? I'll fill, I'll give it a quick refill because this guy just gave me the third degree all the time, and I was sick and tired of him. You know, so what if I got a little extra of my Slurpee? And that's how I would get them back. Each time I would go there, before I go to the register, I'd walk right back to the machine, put a little extra in there, sip a little bit, walk around, browse the store, read a magazine, get a little extra. Because that guy in the, who worked the register pissed me off. Got me a little mad, too. Yeah. So that was my way of getting them back. You know, when you have a rivalry like that, sometimes all you do is see red, Jack. That's, that's all I can say. You know, it, it's tough. It's tough, you know. it's But... but. but. You yeah. you handle it peacefully. You're getting your revenge, and they uh, they don't. No they're none, none the wiser. I uh, I took a bit of a different task at the uh, at 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 a Seven Eleven. We we started with a similar uh, dispute, but I decided to take it another direction. So I got myself a job at that Seven Eleven, and I worked as hard as I possibly could. I you worked did. overtime. I, I, I never said no to any duty. I was there with a smile on every day. I made that company more money than they ever had. And meanwhile, while that was going on, I was also learning Cantonese. You know, the reason for that was I was getting noticed in the company. I was getting noticed in the higher-ups, and I was getting promoted higher and higher. I started, you know, I was managing local stores, and I was regional manager. The next thing you knew, I was in uh, district sales, uh, executive vice president before you knew it i was uh, in charge of uh, overseas expansion because of my cantonese that's true so i went up to the ceo of 7-eleven a mr joseph de pinto 
And I told him, I said, I'm the only one who can get, who can break you wide open in China. And he said, what do you need, Howard? And I said, I'm going to need $1,100 billion. And he said, that's no problem at all. And he wired it into my bank account. And that was the last that motherfucker ever saw of me. <laughs> 7-Eleven's about to go out of business harder than they ever have. There's going to be criminal charges handed down all down the corporate hierarchy. So you see, Jack, there's two ways to take uh, revenge. And there's a dignified way, like I did. And then there's the long con, such yeah. as you did, Howard. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 I guess I that's what separates question. the men from the boys. That is true. That is ah. very true. Well, Franklin, hey, so we were talking about beefs and arguments and disputes and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I know we're running a little long, but I did have uh, some famous, uh, you know, uh, feuds that I was yeah. wondering. I thought we could talk about them a little bit. and uh, you know. Oh, yeah, I mean, look. Off the top of my head, there's Lindsay and Hillary Duff. Yeah. And their beef originated from the saddest of sources. Maybe not so sad for you because you're a fan. Yeah. But for anybody else. I it's think it's pretty understandable. <laughs> it's pretty understandable. Aaron Carter was the reason for their... For the season. For the se- yes, for the season. And for the animosity between the Duff and Lilo. I yeah. mean, and then she went after Paris as well. I mean... Lindsay Lohan was a was a wild was a loose cannon. She was too powerful for Hollywood. Is the problem? She couldn't you think that's be what controlled. Happened? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I know it's what happened. Wait, wait, if there's anything Hollywood wants, it's to keep their 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 celebrities on a short lead. They want they want them like Chris Evans. They want some Chris Evans or a Chris Pratt or a Chris Pine or a Chris Hemsworth or a Christy Yamaguchi. Any of those or Chris Christopherson. Chris Christopherson. Any of those yes men that just can't get enough of kowtowing down to the corporate hierarchy but then you got Lindsay Lohan out there she's a bit of a rogue she's going after who she wants, when she wants where she wants, what she wants why she wants and that's why they had to give her brain control drugs and make her go crazy that's true, that is true so her rivalry extends not just with those people but with Hollywood itself Uh, to the Illuminati You also have the same time frame, Spencer and LC, and he, she showed up to him and Heidi's wedding, you know, and and their rivalry stemmed from driving a wedge between two friends from high school, uh, uh, friendships that uh, uh, don't last for very long, uh, Lauren, sorry to tell you, and yet she claimed, like, this guy's bad for you, this guy's bad, he's so bad. They're still together for over a decade now. It looks like Team Spidey had the great power and the great responsibility. Oh, well done. Thank you. Well done, Howard. Yeah, uh, it seems like the Heidi got understood what was up. She went with the man with the crystals. Very spiritually the uh, man touched who man. knows how to boogie board or something. <laughs> he does not. He he loves MMA, yeah, and, cool and burritos. Guy. Yeah, that's, that's all he that's all he tweets about. <laughs> it's yeah, he just... loves burritos, MMA, and surfing. <laughs> and surfing, what a cool dude! <laughs> why cool why are life. you? What, what a life to live! Like if I was rich and white as hell, and like that, you know, and like you know, he got his blonde girl from some new cans. Yeah, he uh, got her all new everything. Got her all new. He, yeah, he yeah. made his girlfriend the old fashioned way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. 
He just got a Cadillac, threw some D's on that bitch. <laughs> threw some D's <laughs> on it. Oh, Lord. I, uh, you know, the when homeboys I, will love us tonight, yeah, I feel like. Yeah, we're really going to be getting slapped some skin. <laughs> Slap me some skin, brothers. Uh, when, when I think of uh, famous feuds, there's one that, that is so, it's not just famous, but it broke my heart, and that was when I heard that The Rock and Vin Diesel weren't seeing eye to eye anymore. Oh, now, now, I am Team Vin Diesel on this because The Rock needed Fast and Furious. Vin Diesel did not need The Rock. That's right. The Rock injected some life, but um, The Rock was fine addition to The Fast and the Furious. But he was doing flop after flop after flop, and he had the security of a Tepul franchise like The Fast and the Furious to go back to to have a hit. And get some big numbers. Vitalized his career. There's it no did. question about that. Well, Race to Which Mountain was before yeah. Fast and Furious. Uh, uh, Doom. Doom. What? <laughs> I mean, wild. Yeah, these are some busts. Yeah. You know, and, and he could say, "Well, China loved Baywatch." Well, listen, buddy, we're not in China. We're not in China. The intercont, the first woman intercontinental champion. Listen here, Chris Jericho. That's a great China impression. Thank you very much. There is, a great there is only one movie that I know of where the audiences truly did like it better than the critics. A little movie called Gotti. Gotti. Gotti, you gotta get respect from the five boroughs, which are Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, and the Bronx. A fist. Fist. Oh, he did a fist, right? Yeah. Ah. A fist. He, he does a f he does a finger for each one, and then <laughs> five makes a fist. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is cool. Ah. Imagine Stacy Keach with his weird <laughs> face coming after you with the five burrows in his hand. You That's when Thanos takes a big gulp. Yeah. Uh-oh. You've got yeah, the infinity gauntlet <laughs> with your five stones. We've already done that joke. A bunch yeah, we've done that joke a thousand. There's like six stones too, by the way. It's so good though. It's um, a great joke. Yeah. We know it's a great joke because we're telling you it's great. Yeah. If it wasn't great, we would pretend it never happened. <laughs> like most failures in my life. Hey, <laughs> What do you think about, do you remember when 50 Cent was going after everybody and he made the video about DJ Khaled where he went to the store that his mom worked at and filmed her while she was asleep? Oh, that's fucked. I didn't know about that. Yeah, it was like, I just want to tell you what a psychic told me. I know where your moms be at. And then it was just like she was asleep in a store. Bro, that's kind of fucked, man. Yeah, it was too much. It was too yeah. crazy. I don't like that very that much, That was man. too much of a feud. But also, 50 Cent feuded with Cameron, who made fun of him really bad. So. <laughs> Didn't Cameron sample like uh, a theme song to like Magnum P.I.? Yeah. For, that's pretty dope. Cameron, like, everything that guy did was cool. I guess he's still cool. I don't know what he's up to I would right imagine now. as much. But he was the one who made Bill O'Reilly so mad and then said, you mad. Oh, yes, in his Utah Jazz jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking guy, man. Pick <laughs> a better jersey next time you dunk on Bill O'Reilly, dude. Uh, Fuck. Uh, yeah, dude, he was saying, I can dunk on you in a Utah Jazz jersey. Don't make me put on the uh, Chicago Bulls number 23. Who's that, Tony Kukoc? It's uh, LeBron James. But Ah, uh, LeBron James, the yeah. greatest of all time. The greatest of all time. No one denies it. He's the greatest. He Every ever... single game he's played, he's had the flu. <laughs> <laughs>
That's right. You got one flu game? I got 2,000 of them, pal. Get in line. Every single one of these rings I won with a fever of 104. That's true. That is true. The Anyways. man purposely keeps himself sick during this <laughs> He does. It brings the best out of him. Yeah. He, he, he treads a fine line. He's like, uh, fuck, what's that movie, man? Uh, the one where they're like getting close to death. So they can oh, Flatliners. Flatliners. He's like the Flatliners of NBA, of yeah. NBA basketball. Yeah, he's the uh, like high feverer of the, the high feverer. <laughs> the flu man. All right, the anyways, man. they're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so what other rivalries? I mean, there's like Rosie and Trump, which is just yeah, kind of like you're whatever. fat. That was whack. Like, but Trump and Trump and John McCain is a hell of a feud. <laughs> it's a hell of a feud. I'm still really going, interested apparently. to see where that one's going to go. <laughs> you, I, you know, I, we haven't heard anything from John McCain lately. I think he's just saving up something to really. He's fire licking back. his wounds. Yeah, well, he's you know he's uh, strategizing. He's gonna <laughs> let Trump have it. Yeah, that's true. That br- that brain of his, it's it's uh, it's firing never, on all cylinders. Never takes an off day. He's waiting for that comeback. Did you, you know? And and while while he's down in the you know you know like yeah licking his wounds, taking care of himself, his daughter is just out there dominating the media landscape. That's true. She's uh she's she's running her mouth, but she's still gonna vote for Donnelly. So like. She's uh, kind she's, of a cuck. She says, I don't like you, but damn it, I respect you. <laughs> That's really how she feels about Donald Trump. <laughs> Listen, Donald, I don't care much for your bashing of my father relentlessly, <laughs> but goddamn do I love your policies. Love the policies. I don't like the man. I think, Amen. I think it's bad that you are insulting my father, but I think <laughs> it's good how racist you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically the uh, that's that's basically all her feud right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's up there with like you know Jenny Garth and uh, Shannon Doherty kind of nine oh, two one zero or uh, Jenny McCarthy and uh, a bunch of busybodies who think they know how to tell you how to raise your children. <laughs> Jenny McCarthy has the most beef with the most people imaginable. Yeah, she's she's now she's no longer Jim Carrey, right? Oh, I don't know. Is she? Is she not? It's I don't know. Well, we're not smart at this. Jim, Jim Carrey absorbed all of her intelligence, so he doesn't, <laughs> no, he doesn't need to be with her anymore. Oh, that's <laughs> he absorbed her intelligence. God damn, what a great reference. What a fucking damn near 30-year reference. He used Enigma Vision from Batman Forever. He took her brainwaves, and that's it. He's done. God damn. People watch Batman forever. Maybe for those who say this podcast is taking a step down or it's not as good or, or it's not never was, uh, <laughs> watch a little movie called Batman Forever so you can get our references. Yeah, then you'll see. Then you'll see. We don't we don't dumb it down for you guys. You guys step it up to our level or else you know what? If if you're not willing to put the work in to be a bedhead, maybe you're just not cut out for it. Yeah, go join the Burger Brigade or something like that and stuff your mouth with a bunch of nonsense. From yeah, a go, big bozo. go donate some Patreon money to a couple of jerks. Oh, well, don't say that. Look, well, the Patreon stuff is fine. No, it's cool. They're, they're it, good. They're, they're, they're talented guys. They're, they're just well not as spoken. smart as us. They're very well-spoken, very articulate guys, the yeah, Doughboys. And we do support their efforts and think they're talented. They're yeah. just not as smart as us. They're just you're right. I got carried away. That's no, no, no. That's fine. We've I've said worse. It's not like nobody's ever gonna tell them this or like they'll give a shit. Oh, I, what if what if what if they hear it and they got really mad at us? Man, you know? 
I hope Shampoodler doesn't like fucking make a rough cut of Sham- every shitty thing we've said. Shampoodler's on our team, brother. I oh, that's right. So he he wouldn't drop dime on us. No, that's what I'm worried about at BugCon. Somebody's gonna like, hey, here's 30 minutes of of uh, Franklin and Howard bashing the Doughboys. Yeah. First, first of all, let me just say that they would never listen to 30 minutes of that. They've got probably <laughs> other things to do. I know. If it was vice versa, and I would be probably kind of impressed they knew who we were. I still wouldn't listen to 30 minutes. That'd of be pretty cool, in right? Me yeah, that'd I'd be get pretty cool. If they know who we are. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, be fuck real. you guys. How about that? Um, <laughs> but God, they're also, gonna, dude, they're gonna fucking anybody, punk this dude. If anybody wants to try to dime us out to the Doughboys, let me just say you are the biggest nerd. That yeah, you are the biggest nerd, and we do genuinely whatever. They're fine. Uh, yeah, don't dime us out. Though. That's some man. Are, are they we'll dime punk ourselves out. You have yeah. no fear. We'll march right up to them and we'll say, "Hey, Doughboys." This is for what you said about some restaurant you didn't like that I do. I don't know. <laughs> this is for Taco Rico. <laughs> to smash them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not afraid of them. Though we do need to hire Steve Blackman for a security during we BugCon. Do. He's <laughs> the <laughs> human weapon or something. The human weapon. What's his name? No. Yeah, I think. <laughs> the lethal weapon. The lethal Steve weapon. Blackman. The human weapon would have been cooler. <laughs> the human weapon. <laughs> Anyways. I hope you enjoyed this very this intellectual educational episode of and Pillow informal. Talk. And informal. One of the smartest episodes we've ever had, Howard. Yeah, I would and say if, so. And if you do diamonds out to the Doughboys, what do you gotta say to them, Howard? Well, first I guess I'd like to say about our uh, social media stuff. Is that oh, okay? Yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Hey, First, I would like to tell them this. For yeah. anybody who dives us out to the Doughboys. If you dive us out to the Doughboys, we have about 35 words for you. One, yeah, follow us on Twitter. I'm Miata Guy for you. You are. I'm Bug TV Franklin. That's right. We have a. a, a, a podcast one we never use i couldn't even remember what this is called it's at pillow talk pcast we are on soundcloud we are on stitcher we are on itunes if you can like us rate us five stars subscribe to us little word of mouth is a hell of a thing they say you know we want to just create a sensation we're out here every week busting our ass in 105 degree temperature on this king-sized bed there's no temperature regulation a lot of body heat yeah and we uh even though it's the Florida, we uh, never take off the comforter. No, never. No. I need that comfort. I need that padding. Yeah, they don't call it a, a uncomforter. <laughs> no. So, so, so why are you telling the Doughboys all of this? Oh, yeah. Hey, Doughboys. <laughs> hey, Doughboys, listen up. <laughs> let me tell you two things here. Let, let me tell you a bunch of banality about our life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe instead of them beating our asses, we can bore them to death. But we yeah. can also... Tell whoever drops dime on yeah. us. Hey, why don't you guys uh, go fuck yourselves? <laughs>